Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Welcome to episode 41 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the 4 Ride Radio Network. It's now time to catch them all with your host. I'm Kyle, also known as Deadpool Ranger, and I'm Team Giant Torterra. And I'm Doug, also known as Icky Bully, and I'm Team Octillery. To listen to the show, you can find us on 4RideRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zune Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Miro Guide, Pod Directory, Double Twist, Swell Radio, Player.fm, Google Play Music, and Spotify. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrations and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit RevengeLover.com. Doug! Oh, hi. Hey, hi. 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 Hey. Yeah, work hi. On Hi. <laughs> hi. Hey, hi. <laughs> is this the first episode of Big Bang Theory? We're I I don't get the reference, but we're here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are here. Um and we are going to talk about stuff like Detective Pikachu, the movie. Yes. Woo! Such a um, good movie. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited to finally talk about it because it came out and we both saw it. Um, which is good and important when talking about a movie. But guess what? What? There's some news first. But guess what? What? First, I want to know what's new in the world of Pokemon with you. Aw, well, thank you. I just um, care. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, well, as you might have seen yesterday, I got two new Mega Constructs. Yeah, you did. Check I got a Twitter. And a Scyther. Yeah. Whereas I have now dubbed them Doug and Eric. Nice. Yes. Doug is the Scyther and Eric is the Clefairy. It makes um, perfect sense. <laughs> right? It's irony, folks. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> Clefairy, I'm going to be honest with you, Doug, I'm not a big fan of. I mean, it's like a circle with it is. pegs for yeah. legs, which is honestly what I would have expected. Uh, most of the ones that come out of those pokeballs are you know maybe a dozen pieces so yeah i don't know what you're expecting um a little bit more shape maybe i don't know but <laughs> but it's cute at least and How then dare you body Scyther. shame clefairy <laughs> <laughs> it's round and snuggly and perfect <laughs> i do apologize Scyther, on the other hand is probably one of my favorites yeah, up there with Lapras, Onyx, Gyarados, it's really good. It's got like a lot of mobility, posability, all that stuff. It's really nice. Nice. Um, the only thing I don't like about it is it's taller than Charizard and Blastoise, and it's technically supposed to be smaller than them. Hmm. Because they've been pretty good about size comparisons, except for you know, like the giant Pikachu and the detective Pikachu. Yeah. But. Other than that, like, I really like this figure. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what's new in the world of Pokemon with you? <laughs> Just awkward silences. Um, I'll delete that later. 
not uh well now you can't because i've acknowledged it um i'll delete that too <gasps> okay uh not much mostly just uh i've been reading the pokemon adventure manga a few <laughs> chapters at a time which is nice I have, you know, just catching up on things from like 1995 or eight or nine or whatever. Um, And I finally got into the um, yellow saga Mm -hmm. uh, or the Amarillo or Amarillo saga, I guess, um, which I didn't realize was uh, his actual name. Uh, And it's very fun kind of going through that because I knew that the world of the manga was different, but I didn't realize quite how different. And I'm really, really enjoying kind of exploring the first generation from an entirely different mm-hmm. uh, set of eyes. And um, it's very, very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. So if like, you haven't read those uh, because you think, you know, like, Oh, this is all just like first generation stuff. Like, I don't know that I need to go back and do that. You definitely should. Cause it's a whole oh, different yeah. take. Definitely. Um, now I've read the yellow saga, but it's been a while. I do have it now. I just yeah. haven't had a chance to get back into reading them. So uh, that, that is my goal to just reread everything and actually own the entire, uh, manga series. Yeah. But it's, it's really, really cool. I, uh, I'm not sure what to expect once I get past a certain point. Um, because I don't know how much sort of standardization or canonization, um, might've affected later generations, mm-hmm. uh, especially because I have read half of, and by half, I mean one volume cause there's only two <laughs> volumes. Um, I've read half of the sun and moon horizons, which I don't think is part of the same continuity, but, um, definitely feels more like canonized to the game universe than okay. the original manga does for sure. See, Nobody's getting like sliced in half in the Sun and Moon Horizons <laughs> manga, which I is think nice. It's more tame <laughs> now because you know, like back then, I think it was mostly just for the Japanese audience. They weren't really expecting it to go overseas, and then it did. And they but... literally slice an Arbok. Yeah, in which half. is you see that its was guts, the... everyone. You see its guts. <laughs> they had actually originally released, I think, like three chapters into like a comic book stylized format back in the day. Uh huh. Yeah. And... It was like larger. Uh, that's what I read when I was a kid. Yeah. I had like maybe one or two volumes of the larger yep. sized versions of these. And that one where he slices the Arbuck was the first one I ever picked up. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I was maybe like 10 years old. <laughs> I need an like, adult. <laughs> what am I reading? Why is this happening? <laughs> And now oh, today, man. as I'm reading it, I'm like, I still need an adult. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's weird. That's not like the only hyper-violent thing that happens in the original manga, too. So it's a little, it's a little strange, but it's not like, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not graphic in its gruesome uh, moments. It's just sort of like, you see it and you're like, oh my God. Um, and then it's pretty easy to move on from it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. But it's, I, it's, I mean, uh, it's a unexpected yeah but it's very um, good so that's mostly what i've been doing nice yeah now i've i think i'm only caught up to about i want to say diamond and pearl oh wow yeah so i've got it's a lot ahead far. of me yeah but it's been a while so i i'm starting from the beginning just to kind of like refresh my memory about it all yeah for sure but, nice that's cool i'm glad you're reading them that's 
exciting. It's something else we can talk about, like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am excited. I am just waiting for the next issue, not issue, volume to be available for me to borrow from the library on my Kindle. Because that's kind of how I've been reading them, which is mm-hmm. actually really nice. So give Kindle a chance, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do have some news stuff, though. Um, unfortunately, it's not the news stuff that we initially expected or probably yeah. all hoping for. Um, no real sword and shield or galler news, but um, we were talking before the show. And if anything happens to drop in the next day or two before we would normally drop our episode, we will do our best to do sort of an appendix to this episode and uh, touch on whatever might drop. Um, but in the meantime, we got some Pokemon Go news, we got some mobile game news, uh, and, you know, maybe some other stuff that we might just remember off the top of our heads. It's usually how it works. Yeah. <laughs> well, Pokemon Go, uh, hopefully you've already noticed this because it's in effect. Um, yes. Pokemon Go has, and, and, and hey, maybe you got tired of not seeing new stuff, so you aren't aware of this, um, but it's time to take out your mobile phone again and and boot up Pokemon Go because they recently added some more Gen 4 Pokemon and some that we were very excited about. So I'm pretty pumped. Um, They gave us Glaceon and Leafeon, which Mm -hmm. we have been um, pining for. Um, They're Mm -hmm. actually outside of their generation, um, but are now finally released. Um, Right there. Are they Gen 3? They're Gen 3, aren't they? They are Gen 4. Oh, man. <sighs> okay, well, for evolutions, JK, everyone. Yeah. Um, so Glaceon, Leafeon, Magnazone, and Probopass have all been released. And the reason those sort of are smushed together is because they are uniquely evolved Pokemon. So I think yes. we were all sort of wondering, like, how's that going to work? Um, and now we know. Yeah, I'm glad they did it this way because Magneton and Nosepass can only evolve when they're near the mount coronet uh electrical field basically mm-hmm. and then in gen four and then gen five onwards it's always like oh this place has similar properties to mount coronet and that's how they're able to evolve the two in later generations without mount coronet and it works and so i was like i really hope they do something special with these guys because it's a cool feature yeah, and what they've done is they have released three special lure modules, mm-hmm. um, which is actually cool because for a long time, <laughs> there was just one. Yeah. And I've long been wondering if they were going to ever release um, sort of special ones. This isn't what I expected, but this is very cool. So what you do is you can buy a... I don't remember what they're all called, but um, basically um. your Mossy Stone one, your Icy Stone one, and your power plant slash electric field one, whatever the case may be. And you buy one of those, you put it um, onto a Pokestop and you can bring your EV, your Magneton or your um, nose pass to that specific lure module. And that's where you can evolve it. So it is location based, but it's not geographically locked, which is awesome. 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 I hope they experiment with this way more. Um, because I would love to see some of the previously geographically locked concepts 
to be opened up to this more flexible location based mm-hmm. um, now method. Um, now, if you are one of the few people who can't, you know, like put Pokemon in gyms or whatever, but you have Pokestops and you can't, you just don't have the money to from going in gyms or whatever to buy the lures, which are 200 a piece. Right. Um, what you could do is, which I am waiting for uh, today for community day is hope someone else does it. Yeah. And they set up a lure at one of the stops and then you're good to go. But if that doesn't, that isn't the case, there is a way to get a free Glaceon and Leafeon without having to do any of the lures. Yes, you can get 50% of these special evolution Gen 4 fellas mm-hmm. or ladies, or I guess Magnemite is not gendered. But anyway, not. I don't know if Nosepass is either. I will look it up because this is this. these are questions that we need answered. Yeah, we are Pokemon trivia <laughs> experts Nosepass. here. My nose um, passes a male, so it oh, is okay. gendered. So they are gendered. Interesting. Anyway, um, yeah, you can get 50% of them without uh, going to Allure because uh, EV naming trick. Yes. Uh, just like the past EVs, there's two names you can use for um, your EV. Now, what's cool about this is as soon as you nickname your EV this, down at the bottom, the question mark will turn into the silhouette of oh, the Pokemon I you're going saw to evolve that. into. So nice. Yes. Very good. Which is Big good approve. Because now you know if it, you actually spelt it right or not. Because I remember, <laughs> yep. I think it was Espeon. It had to be Sakura or whatever. And yeah. I kept spelling it wrong. And I, or no, it was Umbreon. It was a weird name I had never heard of. And I kept spelling it wrong. I think like I got like the E and the O mixed up or something. Uh-huh. And I would evolve it and it would turn into like a Jolteon, Flareon, whatever. And I'm like, why isn't this working? But now, you'll be 100% sure to know if yeah. the trick worked. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to tell the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't. I didn't mark down which one is Rhea and which one is Linnea, but it's Rhea and Linnea. Yes. Uh, and you can right. look up, you know, all over Twitter, I think, probably how to spell them or whatever. But yes, um, I'm very jealous because I saw somebody evolve their special flower um eevee mm-hmm. into leafeon and i didn't do that because my flower eevee it well first off i only have one of them mm-hmm. but second um it's like cp like 12 yeah. <laughs> so i was like i'm mm, not gonna well, do that not that it matters because i don't really like quote play the game but mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> i never got a flowered eevee unfortunately no. i searched for one but i think it was only for like a few days and that's like, sad. I think maybe like a day or two, honestly. Uh, it might have. I it might have been that day. I think it was a community day, wasn't it? Something like that. And yeah, huh. so I never actually got to get it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but along with those Pokemon are other Pokemon that we finally got. Yeah, ones that we've been asking for. Well, at least one, and I'd I'd even say probably two, two that we've been asking for for a very yes. long time, probably yeah. ever since like. I don't know. Back when they did the grass event and the bug oh, event, way I remember that. asking for these. <laughs> way before. I would say well, we've been asking for these two probably specifically since we learned what the first wave of Sinnoh was. Because <laughs> speculation on how they were going to do some of them, I think, was like immediate. Um, mm. Which is just, I think, well, inherent to Sinnoh. Well, I remember talking about these other two 
uh, back during the grass event and the bug event. And I was like, why didn't you release these Pokemon for these events? Yeah. So it would have been perfect. It but, still would have been perfect, but at least we have them now. Yes. Yeah. So we have Cherubi and its evolved form Cherim. Yeah. Gibble and its evolved forms Gabite and Garchomp. Yep. Yep. Hippopotas and its evolved <laughs> form Hippowdon. Yeah, that's one of the ones I. <laughs> it's too many P's. In my o. head, I always say Hippopotas. <laughs> but I've never watched Diamond and Pearl, so I don't know if that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to watch just to learn. And even then, sometimes the anime is wrong. Yeah. I don't know like, why. They, I, <laughs> I wrote yeah, they say Arceus different ways every time. That's fine. Whatever. You know what? Pokemon. You different regions, different dialects, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. And then you've got Burmy and its evolved forms, Wormadon and Motham, which are male or female. So keep an eye out for that. Yep. And then Shellos and its evolved form, Gastrodon. And yeah. it looks like Shellos does not seem to be regional. Which, okay. <laughs> if ever there were a Pokemon that made the most sense yeah regional in pokemon go this is number one yeah (laughs) this is like absolutely number one (laughs) because it has an east coast and west coast which in the game (laughs) yeah which in the game is a little weird because like it's based off of the region you're in so like if you're on the east of the region you'll get the i think it's the pink and if you're on the west you'll get the blue yeah i have no idea which one's which oh i think you might have flipped them yeah, I flipped them. So, west is pink, blue is east. And so, it depends on, like, which region you're in, like, which is weird. you think it'd be based off of, like, the entire Earth, but... Um, uh, for, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, I for know. here, I was thinking they'd probably do the same thing. Like, each, like, country would have an east and a west uh, version, so you wouldn't have to, like, travel to, like, the other side of the world just to get... Or they would split the Earth down the middle and just go, okay. Well, yeah, Eastern Hemisphere, Western Hemisphere, they could have just done that. But I think it would have made more sense to, you know, by region and just have an East version for that region and a West version for that region. But it doesn't matter because they just are popping up everywhere, I guess. Yeah. Which, (laughs) what are you doing, Niantic? I'm like fine with it because we already are Mm -hmm. frustrated enough with regional variant or not regional variants. Um regional exclusives mm-hmm. um but it's just so strange i don't i don't understand anything they do over there but yeah you know but and then i've already <laughs> we're caught... still getting new pokemon we're <laughs> we're getting so many more pokemon than i ever 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 would have expected when they first released this i oh, yeah. wasn't even confident we were going to get to generation two it's bonkers See, that we're in generation four <laughs> i had a feeling we get to generation four but i had a feeling that would be it and we'd stop here honestly don't you dare put that into well, the universe. <laughs> well, this was back when the game first started. That's oh, what I was speculating. How optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was like, I could see us getting to maybe Gen 4, but I don't see us really hitting Gen 5. But now I'm like, yeah, we're going to hit Gen 5 soon. Yeah, I don't think we're stopping anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, but I have caught Sharam already, which is weird because that's the final evolution of Cherubi. Yeah, what's that about? I have yet to see a Cherubi, even in silhouette. Like, I was like, hmm. and I've seen a lot of people posting that they've caught a Cherim, and I've caught the sunny day form and the uh, not sunny day form. I suppose that's why. Um, 
maybe they figure that weather isn't reliable enough to actually do the f- well no because they do cast forms based on weather yeah eh, i, I guess know. the other thing would be like you know with cherubi when it evolves like which one does it evolve into depending on weather yeah yeah i don't so, know i don't know what they're doing with cherubi yeah and then also with burmy there are three forms there's the grassy coat the or the plant coat the sandy coat and the trash coat yes <laughs> um we stand a trashy queen <laughs> it sounds like you can find either or anywhere i haven't heard anything about like them being like you know like based on where you find them or anything like that it's just random hmm. that's interesting because it it makes me wonder like how they decide which things to make a unique mechanic and which not to yeah um because almost well, not almost all of these. Many of the ones that they just released in this wave, mm-hmm. I would say, should have a unique mechanic. Um, even though I get frustrated by the unique mechanics, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's one of those things where, like, if you're going to make a game that has these unique mechanics to make it as sort of similar to or reminiscent of the collecting in the game, like, just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, you know what, what we've gotten for me personally and selfishly, I am very happy with mm-hmm. because I am able to do the four lore based ones. Um, and then I don't have to do anything super special for the not lore based ones. Yeah. So it is sort of the perfect middle ground for me. So I'm not going to complain about it too much, but um, I am curious about how they decide. I'd love to be a fly on the wall, a cutie really fly cool on the wall. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. 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 Uh, but now, if you have a female Burmy, it'll evolve into Wormadam. And if you have a male Burmy, it'll evolve into a Mothin. Yes. That is what will happen. Yep. I think that's about it for at least the new Pokemon. Um, uh, now, before we get into like, the last little bit of this news, uh, there is one other thing um, that they announced. It is the Raid Week event coming up. Yes. Indeed. I am pulling up the news right now, so I have it all with me. Um, it's called the Ordinary Raid Week. Okay. It starts Tuesday, May 21st at mm-hmm. 1 p.m. to uh, May 28th at 1 p.m. With, and that's all off of Pacific time. So 4 p.m. if you're East Coast and then do math for the rest. Three and two. Oh, it's not going to be uh, they're not going to do it like community days where it's specific to your time zone. Well, it's for a whole week, so I think it's just yeah. Yeah. more week-long things. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm very okay with week-long. Th- <laughs> I I advocate for week-long things. Give us week-long or at least weekend-long things always. Yes, three-hour things are dumb. One-hour things dumb. Even so... five-hour things dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Anyway. So, um, uh, they because it's a raid week, they've added special Pokemon to the raids. Uh, one star will have McChop, Slackoth, Shinx, and Bronzor. Bronzor has the ability to be shiny. I wouldn't say ability, but it Ooh. has the chance of being shiny. There we go. That's the proper phrase. Uh, two star will be Mischievous, Curlia, Mawile, Feebas, Clampearl, and Bee Barrel. Will uh, Feebas have the potential? To appear as a shiny Feebas. Oh yeah, same thing with Clamp Pearl Mall. Well, once they're once they've had a chance to be shiny, it continues to stay that way. 
Right, but Feebas is weird because it doesn't just pop up everywhere. So just making True, but sure. This, this will be in raids. So. Just making sure. Yeah, I understand. Do you sense the salt in my voice over the Feebas event? A little bit. Um, <laughs> I'm also sensing a little bit of pepper in there, but I think that might be for something else. <laughs> Are there any Pokemon that include the word pepper in their name? I don't think there are, which is very surprising. Anyway, carry on. Yes. Uh, three star will be Alolan Raichu, Chansey, Scyther, Aerodactyl, and Floatzel. Aerodactyl, Scyther, and Alolan Raichu have a chance of being shiny. But I want the Floatzel to. Well, I know. Me too. I guess if well, it were a Buizel, then yeah. I would be more inclined to want that. Four star will include Alolan Marowak, can be shiny, Dragonite, Tyranitar, Absol can be shiny and Metagross. I still don't have an Alolan Marowak. Really? Yeah. Significantly oh, harder than Alolan Raichu. Oh, because it's four star and you need people. Yep. Understandable. And everybody knows I don't have friends. <laughs> you have friends. They're just not in the same town slash city. Actually, that's very true. I was thinking about this last night. This is uh this is Doug Honesty Hour. Um, I was thinking about this last night and I was like, <laughs> I had this like weird sort of melodramatic moment of like, man, I miss having friends. And then I was like, what am I talking about? I have tons of friends. They're just all online. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't hug any of you. Not yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I still don't have an Alolan Marowak because it's uh, Alolan Raichu. I was able to do on my own and with one other person and Marowak. I cannot do that with. Mm. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Um, during the week, there will be bonuses of two times raid Stardust and two times raid experience points. Ooh, experience points into it. Yes. Because then if you lucky egg that, that's four times. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, and then we are getting the first official raid hour. Yeah, what was the shade about? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had raid hours before there's been two others like dinner lunch raid hours yeah and they just never acknowledged them i think they were just basically just putting it out there as a test yeah i was gonna say i think those are beta (laughs) yeah but they just never really announced them or anything so now they're saying oh this is the first raid or the first official raid hour and i'm like is it though (laughs) but yeah that's the difference between official and unofficial (laughs) Is the declaration of such. <laughs> okay. Anyways, Wednesday, May 22nd, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time. I like these because I get home at 5.30, so that gives me plenty of time to get ready for it. Uh, wait, what were the times again? Uh, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time. Hmm. Wednesday, May 22nd. Oh, I don't work Wednesdays. Dope. Yeah. Uh, should be uh, the... Uh, Lake Guardian Pokemon. Gotcha. That's currently out right now. Next proposal, Niantic, is only have events on Tuesday and Wednesdays to personally benefit me. Thank you. Carry on. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, The number of... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. Carry on. There's more in there, I guess. Uh, There's more. (laughs) I'm not uh, reading it, so I don't know what is left. (laughs) uh, It says here for features of the... The number of raids of all levels will increase during the event hour. So basically, 
at least every gym should have a raid, if not them. Nice. Because I've seen it like last or two have a raid. But a good majority of them usually have the five star raids, and like the rest will, like, I think I saw like one or two, three or fours during it. Gotcha. And then the final thing about this is there will be a Lapras raid day, similar to the Gengar raid day, the Mewtwo raid day, and the Legendary Birds raid days. Mm -hmm. So um, in the Americas, it will be Saturday, May 25th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time. And you will be able to get it. Basically, every gym will be Lapras. And you'll have those three hours to try and catch it. And Lapras does have a chance of being shiny. And you also receive up to five raid passes uh, from the gyms at no cost. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Is there any? Is there anything else in there? <laughs> nope. That is okay. <laughs> it's like hesitant to respond because I felt like there was more. <laughs> No, you're good. <laughs> um, that's fine. I don't know that we need a Lapras day, but okay, sure. Shiny Lapras, I, I guess, is cool. Yes, I believe it's like pink or purplish. Yeah. Don't get me started on Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, actually, get me started for just a moment because I want a shiny Apom so bad. Oh, I, I saw know. one in a gym the other day, and I'm super mm-hmm. jealous, and I want it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was able to get two more shiny Psyducks during this past, uh, Detective Pikachu event. How exciting. Yeah. And they were back to back. That was wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's unexpected. So I was able to get (laughs) one for my wife. Then I bought a shiny Psyduck a while ago and I evolved into a gold duck and I regretted it ever since. Because you're going to get me started. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a fan of shiny gold duck. But I'm a boring. fan of shiny. Shiny Psyduck is cool. Shiny Golduck is boring. All right, that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. Um, and then finally, for Pokemon Go news, we have Pokemon Go fests that are fastly approaching. Yeah, we do. There are three that are happening this year across the planet. Um, we have the one in Chicago, which is to be expected since that's sort of where it originated. Um, and that one is very, very quickly approaching. It's in less than a month. It is from June 13th to the 16th. Um, and uh, I haven't really looked a whole lot into it, but I do know some folks who are going. So that will be exciting um, afterwards to get their take on how it all went, given the one that I observed two years ago, was yep. it? Um, that was... Yeah, that was a was a big old stinky garboder, um, and uh, I have to imagine that it, it will be a wonderful time this year. Um, oh yeah, they I mean they simply wouldn't do it if they felt like uh, they couldn't fix it. So um, uh, very excited for everybody who's able to go. Congrats on winning the lottery if you did. Um, and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two are happening in other countries. Uh, obviously, uh, Dortmund, Germany is having one from July 4th to the 7th. And Yokohama is having a Pikachu outbreak um, from the 6th to the 12th. And their GoFest will happen within that that window. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so that one's coinciding with another another event. Hopefully, they'll do what they did last year after the events... Um, whatever everyone was able to accomplish, like, a yeah. goal-wise, they'll release to everyone else 
like say you know oh this week you'll for one full week you'll get like twice the catching experience and whatnot was that the first uh first uh release of ho-oh after the first one what didn't they release something based on a goal after the first one they did the uh one of the legendary birds event days oh that's right they weren't to ho-oh yet (laughs) no i think ho-oh had already come out okay since then but they and then they release like the shiny versions of those the three legendary birds. Gotcha. So I'm hoping they'll do the same thing, but with Entei, Raikou, and Suicune. Gotcha. You know who because I never want to see again? Raikou. No, no. Uh, <laughs> my wife Lugia. hates Raikou right now. I just need Lugia to stop showing up in my research breakthroughs. <laughs> Very annoyed. Mm. You know. I, I'm relying on these research breakthroughs to make up for my lack of rating. <laughs> and I don't need like four Lugia. <laughs> Which I know get... it sounds ridiculous to people who actually play in like the gyms and raids and stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't need them. <laughs> I get it. I'm searching for a shiny Latios right now in my breakthroughs. I just need the other Reggie and a Latios and. Well, the oh, Reggies are oh. done now. Well, you know, I might have gotten one had it not been for the 12,000 Lugia. <laughs> Did you at least get one shiny? Lugia? No. 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 No way. <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to be optimistic here. Ugh. Get out of my face, Lugia. Never want to see you. I thought you were about to tell me to get out of your no. face. <laughs> like, well, fine. Yes. Stop the podcast. <laughs> yes, dead, dead Lugia Ranger. That didn't work as well as I thought it would. Um, anyway, no, you, <laughs> you stay Lugia leave. <laughs> I will uh, take your Lugias because I need the candy to power up my shiny Lugia. Okay. That's a deal. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, we do only really have one other piece of news before we dive into detective Pikachu. Um, we don't really have a ton of stuff on this. I didn't do a ton of, um, diving into this, but I did a little, um, a new free-to-start mobile game uh, will be available soon in North America. It is already available in Australia. It's called Pokemon Rumble Rush. Um, so it's a mobile d- derivative of the Pokemon Rumble uh, franchise. I've never played a Rumble game, so I don't know how similar it is to those. Um, but the description on the website says this. Um, in the latest entry in the Pokemon Rumble series, exploring uncharted islands is fun and fast-paced thanks to the easy-to-use controls and attacks that are pulled off with simple taps. So very similar to the language that they used when they released that Mario game mm-hmm. um, on mobile, basically saying this is you know easy and casual and fun, and I will probably play it <laughs> because why not? Um, I did watch a little bit of video gameplay and how I would describe it, which might be obvious to people who've played rumble games and it might be totally different. I have no idea. Um, it kind of looked like you were on almost like a crash bandicoot style, um, stage where you're just, your 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 camera view is behind your Pokemon and you're moving forward mm-hmm. and you move through that track. Um, and you have to go through like pokemon obstacles almost and it looks like you just sort of like tackle them out of the way mm-hmm. and then certain levels or stages will have like almost like a boss pokemon that you battle yep um and that's kind of what it looked like and you sort of collect that way 
Yeah, so. I've played uh, the past Rumble games, like never like fully to like the end or anything. But I've yeah. played them just to see what they were about. Yeah, uh, dabbled is a good word. I wish I had thought of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've dabbled in Rumble. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Rumble, check out our last episode of Pokemon Royal Rumble. Oh my gosh, do it! Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I'll check this game out when it comes out, and I'll make sure my phone's plugged in because I'm sure this thing's gonna suck away my battery. Probably. I mean, why not though, right? If it's free to start, like, and uh, I don't know, there's there's no no real loss there. Hopefully, it will be uh, at least sort of similar to. Um, Pokemon. Oh man, now I'm drawing a blank on what that one's called. I've played a hundred hours of it and I can't think of what it's called. The QB one. Mm. That's on Switch. Yep. Whatever that one's called. Yes. <laughs> that one. Hopefully it's like that where it's still fun even if you never pay for anything. Um, because I actually think that one is oh quest. Quest. There we go. Pokemon yes. Quest. I actually think Pokemon Quest is fun even if you don't pay for anything. Um, because you can play for a decent amount of time sitting down um you know you can't play for hours at a time but uh, you might be able to play for 40 minutes at a time without ever paying for anything which is Mm -hmm. nice so i'd be down for that yes so before we get into the main topic that everyone's here for yeah uh, quick trading card game news that'll take me five seconds there's a new set out it's called unbroken bonds that's about it (laughs) it's got more cards y'all go get them yeah, it's got it's got it still has the tag team stuff. I have not gotten a pack of that because I'm slowly trying to stop collecting as much right now. <laughs> Cuz you know, money. Yeah, this when we started this podcast, it it reinvigorated my desire to get Pokémon cards. Yeah. Um and then I would say like maybe 6 months to a year into doing the podcast, I was like, "Why am I doing this?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh and I stopped. It's taken me. <laughs> I still me... get tempted. I still get very, very tempted, but yeah. I'm better at saying no to myself. It's taken me a while because I've been collecting every series since, at least from Sun and Moon up. I've been collecting every series. Yeah. And it's just been so much. And then finally, like the last two, Lost Thunder and Tag Team, their sets have like 200 cards in it. Whoa. Yeah, way too much. Wow. So. I haven't been able to finish those. I'm like, why am I going to start a third set when I still haven't even finished the uh, the past two? Dang, that's a lot. Yeah, Especially so I'm they like, feel like they come out pretty frequently. Yeah, they're they're coming out real quick. I think like tag team came out like beginning of the year, and now this one here came out. I think well, like last month maybe. We are only just month. over two years old, right? Our podcast. Uh, we're about two and a half years old. Okay, so in two and a half years, I feel like we have seen far more than two and a half <laughs> uh expansions we've we've seen more than four expansions haven't we yeah like, i mean we've, we've seen a lot started right that's that's bonkers wow that's a lot yeah i'm glad i stopped although they're fun if i had more expendable income i would i would collect them because i do like the cards <laughs> yeah same here so well Shall we dive into Detective Pikachu? We should. All right. So I made a super brief synopsis. And here's you what did, I'm thinking. It's amazing. Great. I'm just going to blast through that real quick. Okay. Um, and I'm hoping that will like jog people's memory if they saw it. And if they didn't, it will at least give them an idea of what happened. I also have no idea why you're listening to this. If you haven't seen the movie, go see it. 
Um, but, uh, and then after that, we can sort of yeah. add to any moments or there are definitely some blanks in there. Cause I didn't do like beat by beat or anything, but here right. is the super brief synopsis to Pokemon detective Pikachu. Spoiler alert. Spo- super big old spoiler alert. <laughs> We're spoiling. This is spoiler tastic. I'm giving you an opportunity to turn us off if you need to. Anyway, here we go. Um, very first thing we see is a uh, Mewtwo breaking out of a lab and destroying a car. Oh no. Uh, then we meet Tim, who's an insurance salesman who used to want to be a Pokemon trainer, but gave up that dream because his dad moved away and lived with a bunch of Pokemon. Uh, he then learned that his father has died. And so he goes to a place called rhyme city to take care of his dad's apartment and all of his dad's effects and business and all that sort of stuff. Uh, while in rhyme city, he meets up with uh, a, well, he doesn't really meet up with, he bumps into a wannabe investigative journalist named Lucy, who by the way is the greatest. Um, and he also meets a hat wearing Pikachu that only he can understand. Somehow they're able to talk to each other. He doesn't know why. Um, as they investigate a mysterious substance called R, they are led to an underground Pokemon battling ring. They wind up in the penthouse suite of a super rich benefactor named Howard Clifford, who is suspicious, um, and a lab (laughs) where Mewtwo was being held captive and, uh, eventually broke out of, which we saw. Um, also that lab is managed by Rita Ora, which who knew? Eventually, Tim learned that Mewtwo didn't kill his dad in the aforementioned car crash. He actually saved him because Tim's dad was trying to help Mewtwo. Great. Um, The end of the movie sort of culminates in this sort of action-y sequence where Howard, that suspicious guy, uh, merges his mind with Mewtwo. And in an attempt to create a better world, merges everyone's minds with their own Pokemon partners or friends. So then everyone's a Pokemon. Um, almost it's sort of happening in waves. Um, we learn through that occurrence that detective Pikachu is in fact a merged version of Tim's dad and his partner Pikachu. So guess what? His dad didn't die. His dad's been with him the whole time. Tim saves the day and his dad and Pikachu are separated. And then the movie ends happily ever after. With Ken Sugimori art. Yes. With Ken Sugimori art. Um, obviously I left a ton of stuff out of there, but I just figured we'd, uh, sort of do the brief thing and then dive into specific stuff that we really, really liked, um, or, or didn't like, or whatever the case may be. So I guess like right off the bat, um, I, I know you said it was awesome, but, uh, what were some of your favorite moments? I guess let's just start there. Like, what did you love? What, what did they do really, really well? The music. Oh, okay. Tell me more. That's not what I would have expected. So, well, the first thing, like the first thing that jumped out at me was when, like, Pikachu's getting ready to battle Mewtwo. Yeah. You instantly hear like the battle music from the games. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my god, that's amazing! Like, yeah. You don't think they'd ever be able to put that in, but they did, and it's it was so cool. Just a nice little callback. Uh, but other than that, like, just. Honestly, the thing I loved the most was the first time you see Rhyme City. Yes. I got goosebumps and I pretty much just about started crying because I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is what I've always wanted. Like, I, this is my dream. Like, here in front of me, like, this is what I've always wanted. Yeah, there are so many reviews and just online impressions basically talking about how like they did it like they made 
a believable place mm-hmm. where Pokemon and people both exist in sort of this synergistic way. Um, even Justice Smith, who plays Tim in the movie, was like, guys, I'm really excited to be in this movie, but I'm I'm so much more excited for the world that we got to be in and that you get to see. Like, he's a huge Pokemon fan, and he was stoked that we're getting a movie like this where it's like a real-life Pokemon world. Mm-hmm. And they do a really good job incorporating some of the Pokemon into... Um, the world both as Pokemon partners, but also as like operational parts of the city, because um, they explain that Rhyme City is a place where people in Pokemon coexist. They're not, you know, Pokemon aren't subservient to to people battling as outlawed. It's really meant to be um, a peaceful uh, coexistence. Um, were there things that like stood out to you as uh, like really clever uses of Pokemon incorporated into the world? Like, for example, I thought using Octillery <laughs> was really, yeah. really cool. I know that's a reference to a, a former Octillery appearance, I think, in the TV show, but um, I just thought that was really, really funny that there were Octillery, like, in street street food carts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was cool. Um, one of the things I thought was really cool and was Ditto. Yeah. When you first see Ditto, it transforms into a human to push, uh, what's his name? in his wheelchair. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's clever. Yeah. Howard, Howard's in a wheelchair. That's one of the reasons that he, he wants to um, merge with Pokemon is that he views the human body as like feeble and weak because he has this degenerative um, ailment. And so that's, that's, that's sort of carried throughout the the film and, and ultimately why he wants to be Mewtwo. But yeah, the first yes. time we see Ditto is him pushing, pushing Howard in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like what else. Like, obviously, there's like the Machamp directing traffic because there's mm-hmm. like a Snorlax in the road. The Braviary um, delivering mail. Yes, I like that a lot. Braviary delivering mail. Um, I I uh, I like that they had Squirtle. Uh, it, they sort of had an unofficial Squirtle squad in there. Yes, um, which was very very cool. Uh, they could have they could have made that even more official. All they would have had to do is throw a pair of you know. Sunglasses. sunglasses on one of them and that would have done enough for me um, but i like it was still a reference it was still obvious what they were doing so that was fun because there were five of them mm-hmm. um so that was that was really really cool um yeah i i, I thought that was really neat mm-hmm. um let's see and, and like i said in the beginning of this episode on team uh, giant torterra and i loved those giant torterras <laughs> So I don't know if you were expecting like a reaction when you said that <laughs> at the beginning, be- but I didn't react because that was my least favorite part of the movie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> Not the idea of it uh, necessarily, but uh, I don't know. So what we're talking about is one of the research things that happens in the facility where they keep Mewtwo is that they try to experiment with um, Pokemon's abilities and characteristics and powers and stuff like that. Um, And one of the results of those experiments are these giant Torterra. Um, Basically, Tim and Pikachu and Lucy see a confinement um, area where there are two or three regular sized Torterra. And there's a, a little placard that explains that they're experimenting with uh, their size. And they said, well, that's weird. These look like normal ones. 
immediately I was like, okay, well, the big ones are outside. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, that's definitely going to happen. Um, so then later uh, in that same sort of series, there's this sort of like very actiony, very adventury sort of sequence where they realize they're on top of these mountain-sized Torterra, um, and they're just trying to like not die at the at the I guess the feet of these. Uh, giant mountain Torterra. And I like the idea of it, but this is going to sound like the most ridiculous critique ever. <laughs> so feel free Go right to ahead. Uh, say as such. They're too big. They were too big. What are they doing? What? What <laughs> What are those Torterra going to do? Where are they going to go? What are they? What? Uh-huh. It's what, what like seven mountain sized Torterra just like next to Rhyme City. It just takes like one of them to destroy the whole city. Yeah, these are ground big earthquake. Yeah, split the planet. (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, why? There's, I'm like, where are they gonna go? But then they went back to sleep. I'm like, oh, maybe they're just always tired and they're just gonna sleep. Maybe they're like my cat. And then that's then that just makes me sad because you have these like seven enormous Pokemon that Mm -hmm. don't actually. Here's what I was thinking. They don't actually need to move because they have entire forests on their back. So that's mm-hmm. how they eat and how they get nutrition and how they get moisture and all that sort of stuff. Um, but then, like, they just stay there for their whole lives. Oh, that's what so sad. To catch it? A mountain is missing. Wind yeah. patterns change. Yeah. <laughs> Entire, like... like, species of Pokemon just, yeah. like, don't have a home anymore. <laughs> like... And I can only imagine, like, Tim goes up to, like, the mayor and be like, hey, by the way, um, we got a problem. Yeah, what do you how do you what do you do with them then? Right. So yeah. it's one of those things where like I totally see why they did it, but it feels like one of those things that they did for the sole purpose of like getting the cool action sequence. Mm-hmm. Um but it I was like, I don't know, like I was so confused as to like see, what we're supposed to do with that or think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is getting too deep for this movie. This movie <laughs> is not deep, by the way. This movie is very like straightforward yeah. in its concept. Uh but I just like uh, the concept of like a giant Torterra with a mountain. And, like, I just thought it was kind of cool just seeing all that. I think um, it would be super cool if there were a Pokemon like the giant Torterra that mm-hmm. were a legendary or mythical Pokemon. And so there was only like one of them or one of them, you know, every so however, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get that, that would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Cause then it almost is like, it's very similar to certain like island uh, sort of folklore where like the island itself is sort of like a god or a goddess that's mm-hmm. like sleeping <laughs> hmm. uh, like Moana, um, yeah. you know, but I, I think uh, I, I don't hate the idea. I just, I was like, this is, this is terrible. It's these poor, these poor Torterra. Like, what are they going to do? They're mm-hmm. just going to sit there and then die <laughs> or they're going to kill everyone. I'm not sure which. Uh. I guess uh, uh, the sequel could be a kaiju movie. There you go. Giant Torterra attack. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's not like they haven't had giant Pokemon in the anime before. That's very true. I mean, there was the island of giant Pokemon, and then there was the uh, giant Gengar versus the giant Alakazam episode. Yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, but I'm trying to think, like, what else, like, just really just stood out for me that I loved. Uh, oh, the evolution of Magikarp. Yes. I, I would even say the entire underground battle scene. Oh, I thought yeah. was amazing. I'll, I'll uh, say um, like 
the the pro, like this this is only a very minor con because the movie made it make perfect sense. I um I wish there had been more battling, but I understand why there wasn't because the whole city is has outlawed yeah. it. Um, but we did get this really really cool underground illegal battle scene, mm-hmm. um, which was so cool. I saw so many people saying they didn't like Gengar. I thought Gengar was freaking oh. awesome. Yes, like that really showed its ghost type abilities oh terrifying like it was so cool so Mm -hmm. so um oh i thought that was so awesome uh it was really cool seeing gravelers even though we really didn't get to fully see them yeah exactly i for a moment was like i'm pretty sure that's graveler i don't know if it's golem i'm gonna need it to like stop rolling around for a moment (laughs) (laughs) and it looked like color to be a graveler but with with the the you know new designs I, it was mm-hmm. you know you never know <laughs> uh but i was surprised to see this pokemon at all and it was togepi yeah yeah in that underground battle scene there was a a uh i guess not really a trainer because technically trainers are illegal um but there was a trainer who was just like holding a, a togepi as sort of a reference to misty mm-hmm. uh, just kind of like togepi in in her arms um watching the the battle yeah um I think that whole battle thing was so cool. Basically like this, I think is worth talking about because it was, it was a massive highlight in the movie for me. Um, basically Tim and Pikachu and was Lucy with them at this point? No, I don't think she was. Um, they find this underground battling ring and everything about this scene is so cool to me. Like from the Pokemon in the background to the battle in the foreground to, um, you know, Sebastian and his like army of Loudred that are basically <laughs> like beatboxing and amplifying the music. That to me was probably the coolest, and I'm already a Loudred fan, but the coolest <laughs> incorporation of Pokemon into the world that we got to see. Imagine a DJ in a booth. And then imagine around that booth, just like probably like six to ten. I don't even know how many there were. Loudred, all just basically like beatboxing but as a result of them basically being like living amplifiers they're like creating dubstep music together (laughs) and i was like that is so cool i love that so much um so that's that's happening um tim ends up like confronting you know this guy with the charizard and then pikachu and charizard battle but detective pikachu doesn't have powers which I knew because uh, I guess we're already in spoiler territory, but mm-hmm. uh, the movie is is very much the same story as the game. So if you've played the game, you know everything that's going to happen in the movie. <laughs> okay, um, see, I still haven't played the game, so I was actually yeah. curious so, how close this so was. Now to you the game. know pretty much everything that's going to happen in the game. Um, although the game obviously is much longer than an hour and a half, so there's, right. there's plenty. It wasn't in there. So you'll still have more fun um, uh, than just playing the exact same thing. But I knew that Pikachu wasn't going to have, wasn't going to have powers. Um, I knew, you know, that Pikachu and Tim's dad were the same. I knew about the R like <laughs> I knew all that stuff, um, but it didn't make it less enjoyable. Uh, that battle sequence was super freaking cool. And it culminated with a Magikarp evolving into a Gyarados, which weird how we almost predicted that. <laughs> In our oh I don't know spoiler alert Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't listened, there's something to look forward to. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, that was so cool. That uh, that Gyarados was so awesome. Probably too big, but awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gushing about that whole that whole scene. Uh, that whole uh, scene is. Oh, I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, I have to go see it again just to see if I missed anything. Yeah. Um, I will say this though: the one thing I wish we could have seen more of, because we only got to see it once, was Pokeballs. Yeah, yeah. At the at the very beginning of the movie, we get to see Tim attempt to catch a Pokemon, mm-hmm. um, and it was very cool. And the Pokeballs themselves were, you know, made for screen, uh, so they were, you know, kind of high tech, sort of yeah. fit I into this. One. Yeah, fit into this technologically advanced Rhyme City environment, um, and they look really cool. Yeah, did they make a toy of that? I haven't seen anything but i hope they do like even just like a premium style type just for like display that'd be awesome yeah because it has like cool lights and stuff um mm-hmm. you know tim attempts to catch a cubone which is hilarious that that whole scene's funny i'm not gonna yeah. try to describe it because describing comedy doesn't work but um <laughs> it's very funny and um he tries to catch this cubone and thinks he caught it and then runs up to the pokeball but the light is yellow and <laughs> And if you played Let's Go, like, you know exactly what that means. And so he, like, shouts back to his friend. He's like, it's yellow. It's it's not green. What does that mean? And, then, like, it's just really cool that the Pokeballs have, you know, the lights built into them in this universe to sort of indicate what's going on. Um, I thought that was so cool. And they're shiny. They're very, like, metallic and shiny. That's the other thing I wanted to see was a shiny Pokemon. Yeah, we didn't see any that I can recall. Um, we did see about 50 Pokemon species, um, I think is about where all the estimates I've seen fall. Um, there aren't, I don't think there are any lists so far that are a hundred percent reliable because it's still in theaters. So nobody's like screen grabbing along the way. And I don't think that detective Pikachu, the movie itself has said like, here's every Pokemon to look for. Um, but it, 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 it clocks in somewhere around 50 to 60. Um, There Mm -hmm. are some on a list that I'm looking at right now that I did not see. um, And I am curious to know if you saw them or if you heard that they were in there. Um, The first one, I feel very confident wasn't there because I was looking for it, but you would be the expert. (laughs) This Hmm. list says Magnemite was in there. I never saw Magnemite. Nope. Okay. Um, this list also says Haunter was in there. I never saw Haunter. Nope, didn't see Haunter. Um, Riolu was not in this movie, correct? I did not see Riolu. And the other one that I feel like I'm confident I did not see that this that is on this list is Miss Magius. I don't know where she would have been. No, I didn't see her either. Like that one I'm very confident was not there. The yeah. the Riolu and Magnemite, I was like, maybe I missed it. I don't know. No. But I there aren't that many Pokemon to miss you know what i mean See, i've been looking up which pokemons were in it too and uh, no one has mentioned any of those yeah this is okay i'm just gonna call it out i'm gonna name it this is bulbapedia's list <laughs> really yes so if you go to bulbapedia's page for miss magius it says that miss magius appears in detective pikachu I never saw Miss Magius. I have no reason to believe they would have put Miss Magius in there. Where would they have put it? And why? You know? 
So I don't, yeah. I, I think, I think their list is wrong. I think someone's messing with their list. Um, but, uh, but it's only, f- there's only four on this list that I feel like I didn't see. Um, so yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think most of these other ones I'm, I'm very confident I saw. Um, I thought it was very, <laughs> I wasn't expecting slacking to be in there. Uh, but yeah. I thought that was funny. There were like a couple slacking, just like sleeping throughout the movie, which I'm surprised they did because there was already a Snorlax in there. Uh, but I'm glad they did because I like slacking. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, I will say this, like they kept hyping up, you know, like Jigglypuff and Ludicolo and whatnot. And like, they're only in like one scene. Yeah, so one of the things that I would say, um, and we can, we don't have to necessarily uh, stay on one particular track, but one thing that I I don't know how realistic this desire is, but I walked out of the movie feeling like I'd only seen like 25 Pokemon. I turned to the person that I went to the movie with and I said, man, I wish there were more in there because I feel like we saw like maybe 25 species. I was wrong. We saw twice as many as that. But walking away with that feeling was kind of a bummer. Um, I know that they had to build every single one of those models from scratch. And so I am I'm mm-hmm. amazed and impressed that they did that. Um, but I hope that in the sequel that they have already confirmed they are developing, I hope that we get to see 50 more, you know, now that they've already built 50 models or even 25 yeah. more. Or, you know, like a lot of Pokemon weren't featured. And I don't know that they needed to feature them because the whole point was that it was natural to just see pokemon um but yeah some of the ones that you would have expected to be a bigger deal ended up just being cameos or references like Mm -hmm. ludicolo is in there because that's a direct reference to the game ludicolo runs the coffee shop but they're selling like ludicolo merchandise so i would have expected ludicolo to be a bigger deal yeah jigglypuff not really surprised that jigglypuff was just a cameo um but pretty much everything you see from jigglypuff you see in the trailer (laughs) yeah um so that's that's kind of strange um i was excited to see that purloin was in the cafe too that was pretty Mm -hmm. cool (laughs) i would there are so many pokemon not so many but there are a number of pokemon i was not expecting to see at all Mm -hmm. um they did a good job throwing in some surprises like purloin so i'm just gonna say this apom is nightmare fuel oh my gosh apom seriously is nightmare fuel um at least at least it's as a result of the chemical R and they're mm-hmm. not just saying that APOM are like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh no. When we first see it, I was like, Oh, they're cute. And then yeah. they get evil, And I'm like, Nope. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, they're terrifying. And they, they took it from like one APOM in the game to like a whole huge, like dozen of them in the movie, oh, nice. which makes it so much scarier. <laughs> uh, they're terrifying. Nothing. It would, wouldn't it have been cool if they threw like one Ambipom in there, like as the gang leader? Yeah, I was hoping for like one to like evolve or something. Like, yeah. oh, that thing just hit me twice. Uh oh. Yeah. Did we only see one? We only saw one evolution, right? Just just the Magikarp. No, there was another one. It was Eevee. Oh, duh. That's right. That was stupid of me. I. That's Which... another thing. I wish we had seen all three. Why didn't we get to see all three? Yeah, I would have like, ha- like how cool it have been. Because you know about this, we got to see like the Eevee from the manga, yeah, that could change into any of the three. Because yeah. they're doing experiments on Pokemon, why wouldn't we see like an Eevee that could change between the three? How cool would that have been? <laughs> like, 
Yeah, that would have been really cool. Especially, I mean, I want to avoid any sort of like weird Full Metal Alchemist situations, but like they mm. could have made a really, really creepy, scary scene if they were experimenting with Evie. You know what I mean? Like uh, all or a combination between all three? Yeah, and not that it's like stuck that way, but that it like has has a hard time maybe staying in any stable form. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like it sort of flashes between them, but you see these weird moments of like Jolteon and Vaporeon. Like uh, that yeah. would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Terrifying and creepy and very yes. unethical, but cool. <laughs> I, I think that would have given my wife a nightmare because she thinks oh. she <laughs> loves Evie. So seeing Evie and like pain or something like yeah. that. Would just... yeah. yeah. That would have been bad, but it was cool that we got to see uh, Evie evolve into Flareon. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't just make that. Yeah, it was like a it was sort of a throwaway thing. It was like mostly fan service to do that. But mm-hmm. um given that it wasn't like that important, I don't know why we didn't just have three EVs sitting on the desk. I honestly wonder if it was like a last minute addition because they were like, Oh, um Evie's kind of becoming big right now. We should probably throw it in the movie. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Um yeah, Evie I mean Evie is really becoming like second mascot for for the whole franchise. So maybe maybe that's what happened. Um kind of surprised but pleasantly so that uh, they didn't give Evie to Lucy, you know? Yeah. That probably would have been way too similar to the, the uh, power of us dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeing uh, her with a Psyduck, I think it was a little bit like a callback to Misty a little bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise Psyduck would never have been in this movie. True. Like Psyduck was a big character in the show. And so they did a lot of things that, they did a lot of things with this movie that were like, we got to make sure this is in here for the people who used to watch the show. And we got to throw some stuff in here for people who have stayed playing the games. Yes. So like Purloin is in there for people who play the games, mm-hmm. you know, and slacking Moral. is in there for people who play Pokemon go. Moral yeah. is there for people who are either new fans or who've stuck with it the whole time. Yeah. And so they did it. They, they put little, they're not Easter eggs necessarily, but they put in little references and allusions and included certain Pokemon for lots of different types of fans, which I thought was very cool. Like good job on them. Um, Can we talk about Lucy? Go right ahead. I'm obsessed. I think she, (laughs) I, and I, I don't know how other people feel. Um, I hope they feel the same way that I do. I think Lucy was like breakout star of this movie hilarious i want like an entire like short feature on the dvd release that is just lucy she cracked every time she was on screen i was laughing i thought she was so funny <laughs> yeah I, I, i'm trying to remember everything but like I, again i have to go see the movie again it's been like a week or so and i it's been a crazy week on last weekend but i think i'm alone folks <laughs> no you are not alone um i did like her character a lot i thought she was great um, she again, was just so over the top, which yes. was perfect because Tim, Tim's whole thing is I want to be as normal and unassuming as possible. Yeah. So to have like this counterpart character be just like absolutely ridiculous. I say, I say if she's in the next one, like turn it up even more. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see her like do that. <laughs> it's like kind of a cliche, but I want to see her do like uh try to do like a sneaky roll across a floor and fail miserably. Like that's what I want from her, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like try to be a sneaky spy and be really bad at it. <laughs> like idiot savant. That's what I want. 
I want her to be like <laughs> accidentally really good at what she does. <laughs> Cause the actress I think did a really good job uh, mm-hmm. portraying that sort of vibe. So you, this doesn't really apply to you since you've played the games, you kind of knew what to expect. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 Um, I didn't realize that Pikachu and his dad were merged together. <laughs> yes. So it didn't dawn on me, I think, until about halfway through the movie or so when they're at the lab and they get like the flat, they see like the flashback scene of his dad at the lab and they're like, oh, please go get Mewtwo for us and stuff like that. And you don't see the dad. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why aren't they showing us the dad? Why haven't we seen who's playing the dad? Are we just not? And I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, his, his face is always covered. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Is Ryan Reynolds the dad? Wait, is Ryan Reynolds and Pikachu? And that's kind of I started putting things together, and then and that's I'm like, funny oh. that that's how you figured it out. Was yeah. like the outside. It was like it was almost like the meta movie. It was like outside the story itself is how you figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> In the game, they drop clues, a lot of clues, um, and so that's kind of how you start to suspect it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, that's really funny that that's how you sort of began to to figure it out. Like, why aren't they showing his face? Because I thought that, too. Um, but I, for whatever reason, I was like, well, I know it's his dad, but I didn't expect his dad to actually be Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why, but I just wasn't for some reason. Um, I do want to say, I think it's really, really cool that um, in this movie that has sort of a wide appeal that they have like an interracial couple as his parents because justice smith mm-hmm. i do believe is <laughs> mixed race yes um so picture of his mom yeah yeah and so it's cool that in the movie they were just like yeah let's just do it <laughs> like why not yeah um which sounds like it shouldn't be a big deal or significant in 2019 but guess what guys it still is um so that i thought that was really cool good good for them mm-hmm. good for them for doing that um but yeah his dad is freaking ryan reynolds yo like, how cool is that? <laughs> Which leads me into a question. Okay. So they have already said that they are developing a sequel to this movie. Mm-hmm. We know, having seen this movie, that both Pikachu and Ryan Reynolds as his dad um, have survived the events of the movie and are now separated and separate entities. So what do you expect or want for the second movie's setup to be? Because it's the same universe, it must right. be. But does Detective Pikachu still exist, or does Detective Pikachu not exist in the next one, but all the characters do? See, I don't know. Like, I don't know how they do it. Now, I have also heard that they want to do like spin-off sequels where it's like it takes place in the same universe, but like different cities, different places. Yeah, that's so. I think that's a, a strong possibility, right? I think there are a few, and I think one of them yeah. would be. I, okay, let me let me give you sort of like a few possibilities. One okay. is they just say we have a second movie. It's a Detective Pikachu movie. Some sort of event makes Detective Pikachu happen again, and his dad and Pikachu merge again, and they just say like, "Oops, it happened," and then we have our Detective Pikachu again. One possibility. Another possibility is obviously like take all the characters that you have and just make a movie with them as is. So Pikachu's in it, but Pikachu mm-hmm. and his dad are companions or whatever. Or maybe like, 
his dad is captured because his dad obviously knows too much or whatever. And so Tim and Pikachu have to do stuff again, but now they can't communicate. Hence like yeah. the conflict or whatever, I can you know, see like, that especially if like Lucy is there, then you at least have someone that Tim can talk to, but like, there's a lot of conflict surrounding the well, two of them trying to communicate with one another. Tim did learn how to communicate to Pokemon a little yeah. bit with the Bulbasaurs. Right. He just learned it. So if this movie took place like right after you could still write in some of that conflict. Yeah. And then the other one is what you're talking about, which is, okay, how about we just continue to make movies with different characters in the same universe? And so mm-hmm. it's, it's a sequel because it's the second one, but it's not necessarily a direct continuation of the first story. Yeah. Um, what was Do you have a preference? Um, probably the one I just suggested and the last one where like they're having difficulty communicating. Yeah. Um, or a prequel. Ooh, tell me more. Oh, how did Tim's dad get Mewtwo? Yeah, they could definitely do that. Um, where, so, so the, the main characters of the movie in that case would be like Ryan Reynolds as dad, mm-hmm. his partner, Pikachu. Maybe they bring back Rita Ora as the scientist and like Mewtwo, mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe and like then... a new bad guy. Maybe Howard's still in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my thing. I, and, and I don't know that <laughs> you're definitely not gonna like this. Um, I don't know that doing a prequel or a sequel with Ryan Reynolds as the on-screen protagonist would be like the right move. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's, I was talking to the person I went to see this movie with. Um, I think Ryan Reynolds did a great job and I, I would never say he didn't. Cause I think he, he goes all in onto the projects that he, he is part of. Right. Um, but one thing that's been really, really strange about this movie with Ryan Reynolds in it is that Ryan Reynolds played a voice throughout the whole movie, um, except, you know, the very, very end, which is different than playing an on-screen character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ryan Reynolds, the the person, the sort of like meme of Ryan Reynolds was used for marketing for the most part. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like yeah, Ryan it. Reynolds, like technically, um, you could have used a different actor to play Detective Pikachu. I think there are a number of actors who could have done a really good job. But Ryan Reynolds, I think biggest um, contribution to this movie was providing like incredible marketing, mm-hmm. which is strange because normally that's not, you know, normally I don't think casting somebody is so blatantly like um, a marketing tool, which I think is downplaying how well he did in the movie. I don't mean to do that. He was incredible in the movie. Um, but I do wonder like, what is, what is, what is Ryan Reynolds Tim's dad look like on screen as a character. We still don't really know. <laughs> so I'm yeah. very curious to see like, what will he be like in a sequel? What will he be like in a prequel? Well, I don't think that he would be, nor do I think he should be like quote Ryan Reynolds. Like, I think he should go in into a character. Like he, he should play like a his, character. Yeah. I'll be honest. He kind of had like this nerdy persona when you see him in human form. Yeah, that would be cool. Like it would be really, really cool because the thing with, with detective Pikachu is like the character is he's so different from Deadpool, which is what Ryan Reynolds has been straight up living for like Mm -hmm. the past decade. Um, He's so different in appearance that he can get away with doing some of the same stuff. 
because you're like, well, it's obviously not Deadpool. He's not playing the same character. It's literally a Pikachu right in front of us. But if he were to be the exact same personality of Detective Pikachu in human form, I do think he'd be getting sort of close. So making it sort of like nerdy or something I where his personality is like not as forward, still funny, still sort of like goofy, but not as like forward and um, like headstrong maybe as Pikachu would be, I think would make a lot of sense. Um, but I don't know. Cause he's also like detective. I don't know. I'm just very confused. Cause we didn't see a lot of Ryan Reynolds on screen to know exactly what he would be like as a human. Yeah. So I don't know. But I, I see like them down like, Reynolds in the sequel where either he gets captured or something happens and he gets marked Pikachu again. And you don't see the human form as much anymore. So what I think would really, really work well is him getting captured because then he's still in the movie, but he's not necessarily the main character of the movie. Yeah. Cause I don't know that a Pokemon movie would benefit from a like 40 year old being the main character. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. This is Pokemon. Honestly, it could probably just survive just him alone being a Pokemon live action movie. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Lots to speculate about. Basically, honestly, the best we can do right now is to just wait it out and see what happens because that's all we can do. Well, we're a podcast, so we're going to speculate. Oh, yeah. No, no. I I got that. Yeah. Like, I'm going to guess all day and predict all day. Oh, yeah. And then when we get Uh, it right, we're going to be like, we called it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Are there any Pokemon that you... Well, okay. Are there any Pokemon besides Magnemite? Because I know that's your answer. Mm-hmm. Um, any Pokemon besides Magnemite that we didn't see in this movie that you want to see in a sequel? Oh, okay. My, I, I was planning on just saying Magnemite for this, and I won't say <laughs> Magneton or Magneton. Because, well, we all knew you would say that. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, I got to think for a second. Uh, you go right on ahead. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I would love to see... Since we saw Totodile in there, I would love to see a Chikorita as well. Um, I think it would be very cool to see some um, more traditional psychic Pokemon in there. Mm-hmm. Um, although I guess even saying traditional doesn't matter because Psyduck is not a psychic Pokemon. But some actual psychic Pokemon being psychic and cool yeah. um, would be very neat. Um, I would actually like... I, I, I don't know um, how this would be received, but I would like to see a Mega... A, a mega evolution in a yes. movie. Um, not a ton of them necessarily, but Just a one. mega evolution would be very cool. Like um, particularly like a mega Alakazam would be neat. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if a I, villain used a mega evolution, that would be very cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it would be cool is like the, the guy who had the Charizard comes back still wearing no shirt and just goes, (laughs) I'm ready for my rematch. I'm ready. And just like mega evolves his Charizard. Yeah, actually that could be a a good setup for the movie. So remember how I think it's Pokemon. The movie 2000 starts with the Don fan battle, right? That's the Mm. second one. So it would be cool. first one starts with the Don fan battle. Oh yeah, Yeah. that's right. That does make sense because they introduced um, a few Johto Pokemon before Johto happened. But um, so it would be cool if a second movie in this series started with Sebastian saying like, we have unfinished business and like evolving his Charizard uh, or mega evolving his Charizard, but in a similar way to the way that they did in the Volcanion movie mm-hmm. where it's like, he's like forcing it to, as opposed to them being connected. 
and then after that um battle they're like wait a second that seemed really off something wasn't right about that and then maybe that's what they're investigating in the second movie um it's something like that that could be a sort of a natural natural way to fit mega evolution into there without necessarily having sebastian be like a full-blown villain Mm -hmm. one thing i'd like to see is tim actually get his own pokemon (laughs) i don't know if that's gonna happen do you think it's gonna happen I mean, I really just don't want to see him and his dad share a Pikachu. Let's be real here. <laughs> like, well, I could see, I could see Tim having a Pokemon that he doesn't particularly like at first. You know what I mean? Like, or that he's hesitant to or nervous about at first. So maybe he ends up with, you know, like if he had caught the Cubone, it wouldn't have been like partnership at first catch. It would have been awkward and it would have been sort of like Ash and Pikachu in the beginning of their adventure together. Mm-hmm. So that could be kind of funny, like especially if it were something very simple like a Rattata or something <laughs> or something that he like he miss or he like underestimates like mm-hmm. a Bellsprout <laughs> or a Caterpie, like something <laughs> something like that would be really fun. Um I'd like to see a uh, a dragon pokemon honestly. Yeah, that would be that would be very cool. I think there are a lot of types they could have um I think there's like one of the few types we really didn't get was a dragon. Like, yeah, let's see. Let's see what we, what was, what we didn't get represented. Um, I don't know if we got, did we get a proper psychic Pokemon in there? Um, looking through my list. Oh, Mr. Mime, obviously. Yes. Mr. Mime. Um, actually let's talk about Mr. Mime. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Mime was hilarious. Mm -hmm. He was also the only fairy type. Wait, no, no, there was no, there were a number of fairy type. Yeah. Um, Mr. Mime um, was hilarious. I can't yes. believe they almost didn't put him in the movie. I, it's like unfathomable to me based <laughs> on how they've used him for marketing and how hilarious he was. And it wasn't a Jigglypuff situation where we only saw what was in the commercials. There was even more. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious. It was. <laughs> so Mr. Mime for sequel. Absolutely. hundred um, percent. Please. Um, I would love for them to just do like a plot twist. Oh, the Mr. Mime's a female. Yeah, I yeah, I guess why not? Um, trying to think. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we. Yeah, it doesn't look like there were any proper psychic Pokemon in there. Looks like we actually got a number of fairy Pokemon because, <clears throat> excuse me, because uh, Snubble was in there as well. Yep, Snubble, um, Comfy, Flabebe, Comfy, yeah. Uh, or comfy, however you say that, comfy. And Mr. Mime is also a fairy, so. Right, Mr. Mime. Um, Let's see. Uh, We got a ghost with Gengar. Is Morlo also a fairy? Plant fairy? I don't remember. Um, Yeah, we got ghosts. We got water, obviously. Fire, grass. We got the ground. We got rock. Oh, yeah, Golurk is a ghost as well. Uh, Yeah, no dragons that I am seeing. I didn't see any ice. Um, Sneasel was in there a bunch. Yes. But in the background. Yes. yes. Sneasel's also a dark type. So there's that. Right. Um, well, and, uh, Pangoro was in there as a dark mm-hmm. type too, which is cool. Obviously we saw fighting. Uh, yeah. Uh, did we see any steel type Pokemon in there? I don't think we did see any steel types in there. So there are still some types that they have yet to represent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised we didn't see any Chansey, but that's probably because we saw Audino in there. Yeah, um, that was cool seeing Audino. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Um, 
Joltik was in there, but Joltik yes. is so tiny that I don't even know if some people who wouldn't know what Joltik is even realized what they were looking at. <laughs> yeah. Any Mulga was um, also in it. Yes, Emoga was there, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there are a lot in there, but I would love to see many, many more. I'd love to see Chikorita. I would love to see, obviously, like a Heracross in there because I want to see what they would, how they would yes, make Heracross look. Yeah. I'd um, like to see Star You or Star Me. Star. Oh, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be very cool. Yeah, I'd like to see a lot more water Pokemon. Give me. Oh, you know what I want? Hmm. I want like an underwater scene. Yes. Like, give me like one of the Alola underwater, like the Sun and Moon. Yeah, like the underwater scenes. First episode. But yeah, 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 yeah. But with like, like in in live action. So give me like schools of fish. Give me, you know, stuff that you know, like shellfish Pokemon and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. That would be so cool. Whale Lord. Oh, with a Whale Lord. Yes. Oh, yes. that'd be amazing. That'd be Scyther so would be cool, cool too. Scyther would be terrifying. Which is good, but terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, ooh, Rhyperior would be would be cool to see. Bug type Pokemon need more of that. Yeah, more bug type would be cool. But I mean, there were some in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That's some of the ones that I was that I was thinking. Um, one thing that I thought was uh, not. I don't want to say it's strange because it's expected. Um, but strange if you think about the game universe. Mm-hmm. So many starter Pokemon. <laughs> so many i i kind of wish that the starter pokemon had all been treated like bulbasaur where there are plenty of them but they're sort of in the wild as opposed to scattered throughout the city yeah. um because and again this is a different universe mm-hmm. um but in the games like starter pokemon are rare mm-hmm. um so uh, it would be cool if they just sort of like were kind of in there but again they can only build so many models I did like how they mentioned the Kanto region 20 years ago from Mewtwo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, okay, so we at least are in the actual Pokemon world with Kanto, Johto and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Pokemon doesn't really do a whole lot to um, like officially separate its region, like its, uh, its mm-hmm. side regions. <laughs> I think we're like, for the most part meant to believe they're all on the same planet, even though it makes no sense. Um, but I'm, I'm fine with that. It's cool. So, it makes for cool references and illusions and stuff. Also, does that mean Mewtwo has literally just lived like 20 years of like torture and capture and release and <laughs> like pretty poor much, thing. Yeah. Just in hiding. <laughs> yeah. Leave Mewtwo alone. <laughs> um, I was I was kind of expecting to maybe see like a live action version of maybe like one of the Galar Pokemon, like a new Galar Pokemon from Ooh, this movie. That would have been cool. Or yeah. even like Melmetal or Meltan. Yeah, I think uh, Meltan would have been an easy one for them to throw into a as like an Easter egg. They could have very easily had a. Um, oh, I'm gonna the grass type starter from Galar. I'm drawing a blank on its name. Oh, Gro- um, uh, Grookey. Grookey. Yeah, they could have easily thrown a Grookey into the, uh, into the scene where the Bulbasaur are leading, mm-hmm. leading him through a forest or whatever, kind of throwing one of them into a tree or something. Yeah. But so something we haven't mentioned yet, how adorable were those Bulbasaurs? Oh, they were so good. So, so good. I wasn't expecting them to make that noise though. I, Actually, that's something I love about this movie because I hate that Pokemon say their names. They, <laughs> I, I get why they say their names. 
because it makes it easy to remember who they are, <laughs> uh, which is good for marketing and selling merchandise. However, I like that in the games, they don't say their name. And I like that in this movie, very few of them say their name. So I was very, very 100% on board with Bulbasaur making like weird little chirping noises. Hmm. I don't know why they weren't like ribbiting because they are amphibians. <laughs> yeah. They're basically toads. Um, but uh, I was fine with it. Maybe they tried doing like croaking and it was weird. I guess I was just maybe expecting something just a little bit deeper than what yeah. they actually said. Yeah, they just sort of like chirp. <laughs> yeah, but they were just so adorable. It's, ever since I got my Bulbasaur uh, Build-A-Bear, I've just been loving Bulbasaur even more. So, <laughs> yeah, like it's just even just made me love Bulbasaur even more after this. Yeah, that, that Bulbasaur is already one of my favorites, uh, like all time favorite Pokemon, easily like top five favorite Pokemon. But um, this made it even better because it's just adorable. That's probably why they made it make the sound that it did is because they were trying to make it adorable. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, um, actually, I know another Pokemon I want to see. Any legendary? Because we saw the poster for that Articuno versus Steelix match. Yeah, what? Yeah, <laughs> I want to see that. Like, show us some more legendaries. How cool would it be if there had been, like, VHS tapes of those battles? Oh. And and detective Pikachu like threw one in. And so they just had like a V like they had like a recorded version from the TV of one of those battles. Cause mm -hmm. you know, Tim would have, if he could have, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Cause he had all those, well, I know that his dad put that room together, but he put it together based on Tim's interests. So it would have been cool uh, mm -hmm. to see some of the stuff that Tim would have actually collected. And I like how they incorporated the Pokemon cards. Yeah. What an easy prop. You don't have to make anything. <laughs> Just go out, buy some Pokemon cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah, I like that a lot. <sighs> well, is there anything that we are missing from the movie that we must, must discuss? Um, I love seeing uh, Pikachu flying on Pidgeot. Yeah, that was cool. That was a nice reference. Mm hmm. I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything we must discuss until we finish recording <laughs> and then I'm doing something else. I'm like, ah, I forgot to mention of, this. Yeah, of course. Well, maybe what we'll do at some point is uh, maybe we'll, when it comes out on DVD or something, maybe we'll do our first ever like movie home release review. Oh, no, yeah. I, I wasn't even going to say commentary. I was just like, that would give us another excuse to like talk more about the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> Plus, I'm sure there will be like special features and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Deleted scenes. Yes, exactly. I Although really we're never going to get the R-rated version. Oh, no. We're not going to get that. They'll never do that. So anybody who, like, I know that I know that it exists because the bloopers include F-bombs, but guess what? Like, every movie ever includes F-bombs in the bloopers. Yeah. And we're never going to see them if it's a nope. family movie. <laughs> exactly. We'll never see it. And everyone's like, oh, I want it. I'm like, no, you're not going to get it. Yeah. I'm sure there are like Power Rangers bloopers that <laughs> are absolutely never going to see the light of day. Mm -hmm. uh, there are probably like any voice acting you could ever imagine. <laughs> there are probably yeah, tons I mean, of if it's bloopers rated we'll PG, never hear. you're not going to get it. Maybe right. if it's PG-13, depends. Yeah, maybe. If we get like an unrated special like, I edition. Think, I want to say like the first Avengers movie or something like close to that. Yeah. Maybe well, 
that wouldn't surprise me because like the latest Avengers movie, they drop, you know, mm-hmm. the SH word like 12 times, which, whoa. <laughs> um, Thanks a lot, Captain America. I know, right? Come on now. What happened to language? Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, I think that's, those are all my thoughts at the moment. Same. Oh, I have one last thought. Okay. This will be my last one. Okay. Um, I really thought that Tim's unknown shirts, or I guess Tim's dad's unknown shirts, were going to spell something out over the course of the ep- or the movie. Me they too. Didn't. No. <laughs> it was just one was an O and one was an H. Mm-hmm. Not sure why. <laughs> so it was either spelling O or Ho. Yeah, there you go. Ho-oh. <gasps> that wasn't it. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I am very sure. <laughs> what what if Ho-oh will be in the sequel? It's confirmed. He wore the shirts. <laughs> Think about it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> <sighs> well... Anything else you want to talk about on this fine day of recording? Where do babies come from? That's all we've got today, <laughs> folks. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Victory Road. Uh, if you have uh, any info for us or you want to tell us how we're doing, or if you'd like to reach out to Kyle to tell him where babies come from, uh, feel free to find the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Victory Road Pod. If there's something in the world of Pokemon, not in baby making uh, that you know a whole lot about and you'd like to appear on the podcast let us know until next time we're headed back to the pokemon center to i don't know maybe buy some tickets to watch the movie again i don't know why we'd get those at a pokemon center but bye everyone so i'm looking up on bulbapedia it says they come to the center uh from where now the daycare center Okay, sure. There you go. You just need a ditto. Yeah. That's it. Bye. production of the Four Ride Radio Network. For other great shows, check out www.fourrideradio.com. <laughs> Alright, so it took me a while for my team for my team. Um, but I think I got it. Okay. It's a secret. It is. It's more fun that way. I mean, there's only like 50 Pokemon to guess. So. (laughs) It's true. Anyway. Thought about just like stumping you and going Detective Pikachu. Uh, I mean, 
it just would have been boring. <laughs> like, oh, your favorite Pokemon was the main character. Yeah, but it was a <laughs> Pikachu. You know, like, what? Kyle Pikachu? So I'm glad this is recording because here's my my professional opinion. <laughs> you pretend to hate Pikachu way more than you do. <laughs> no, I seriously do hate Pikachu. Okay. He's pretending. I'm not pretending. All right, everyone. Here we go. 